I love this intro. It makes me want to freestyle on top of it. Hi, how are we? Uh, welcome to Escapemist. I'm uh, Ted Hallett, along with Mr. Jason O'Brien. And uh, here on this podcast, we talk about um, mental decluttering, uh, ways of getting happy and staying happy, and what other uh, you know cool people do to uh, to keep themselves happy and to stay happy. Mm. How are you, Jay? I'm all right. I just noticed your leg. Oh. You got some. Uh, yeah. You got some. some I burn. need to moisturize. I'm uh, I'm peeling. I've just come back from 12 days of mentally uh, mentally <laughs> 12 days of mentally 12 days of mentally i've just come back mentally, from 12 days mentally, of mentally uh, mentally ted hallett uh yeah i just come back from a 12 day mental declutter myself from the island of uh Cayo Coco, which is uh on uh, in the country of cuba Cayo Coco. and uh and i'm peeling a little bit uh, i need to moisturize um, that's what uh, Jay was pointing out. So yeah. you know, um, of course, it would help if I wore some pants. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm trying on vacation yeah. in a beautiful place. So, no, I was talking know. about now. What? No, I was talking about now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do I need to uh, be a little bit more intimate? There you go. There we go. Uh, okay. Good, good. Yeah, I think we're good. Good. All right. Nice. <coughs> so. Um, I just wanted to check in with my buddy. How are you? Uh, how are you doing this week? How was your uh, How was your uh, week in the in the in the battle of life? Uh, not bad, not bad. Kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, we uh, we had a meeting with the director. Uh, we're going to do the first production of this play for 2021. Um. In my other business, like I submitted myself for music, uh, for I submitted music for, um, sorry, a uh, animated show. Animated oh, cool! Yeah, an animated TV show. Oh, that'd be very cool. Yeah, uh, and I was supposed to hear back by Friday, and I didn't hear back. So I heard back today, or no, I didn't hear back today. Sorry, I. Uh, sent them an email just saying like, hey, you know. You did a follow-up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did a follow-up. Uh, I was like, hey, you know, like I really enjoyed working on the piece. It was really interesting because it was an animated show about an injured lioness who gets ostracized from her pride. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so uh, she's walking around yeah, like yeah. this and like her the f- like the father of the pride like he's got bloody paws and he's like you can leave one way or another and when he says another he, dr- he like he draws his claws out and so like it's really like you're like you're either we're either going to kill you or you just leave and take your chances This is a cartoon for children. Yeah, uh, it's a cartoon. Nice. I don't know, uh, but it was like it was really, you know, like just like kind of honest about the brutality of the world in the wild, and like, you know, it's like I kind of like this. Well, they don't fuck around in the wild, man. Mm-hmm. They don't fuck around, mm-hmm. right? There's a reason why it's called the wild, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I appreciated that, and then and then working on the actual piece was fun because like, like I found the trailer and I found this and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then so in the trailer, 
Uh, she gets told this by uh, by her father, and then she goes off seemingly alone. And then the camera pans out, and her little brother's there. He's like, "Well, I'm coming too." <laughs> and she's like, "No, you can't. You have to go back." And then he says, "But now we're far away, and if I go back now, I'll die. You don't want me to die, do you?" So the kid's like very emotionally manipulated. <laughs> He's gone too. He's he's in it too far. Yeah, in for, yeah. In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so so the two of them go off, and then they start making friends, and they start making a pride of their own. At what point do they sing Akuna Matata? Never. But uh, so like I had to make. Uh, I wanted to turn this around in forty eight hours. She um, she looked at my website and and she said jobmusicmedia.com. Um, and she said, I see all of this stuff and it's good, but I don't see any orchestral stuff. Uh, and do you have any of that? And I said, uh, well, you know, I've done like a, um, a different kind of arrangement with a different bunch of instruments, uh, for like doing um, Middle Eastern instrumentation. And I could have something like totally orchestral for you by the end of the weekend. So I spent the weekend just doing that. And I was like, so like I did like the, big brass uh that was like the father's pride like the way right. that it is and like it's this driving thing that just reverberates off of the off of the rocks and the mountains and stuff and then i had like you know i just made quick decisions and i had her voice be like a flute like you know soft reflective still strong but you know like vulnerable right and then um and then the little brother i made the oboe Nice. The oboe is a great instrument. Mm -hmm. But like, yes, and like, and like, it can be so tragic and yeah. sad, but it can also be absolutely dorky and yeah, silly. Like, totally. uh, so, so yeah. Um, so I had the like the main theme, and then I had the flute. Just kind of take it down in tempo, and I like just take it down, and just reflecting the theme in her own way. And then take the tempo down again, reflecting it through the oboe. And then the theme, and then it picks up again because it's an adventure story. And, you know, like, uh, and then the dominant thing is no longer the, the trumpet. It's the flute. And it's her reinterpretation of the original theme. Cool. So, you know, we march forward, changed forever. And, you know, by the end of the weekend, I was like, this is a very nice way to live. Like, like. Just like the the philosophy of you know doing that, doing the theme that way, like, I was like, That's, yeah, I I like this. I can get behind this. I've always, I've always wondered, you know, like if someone were to uh, score our daily life, you know, what instrument would I be? Mm. What instrument would would uh, what instrument would be you? Oh, you know? for a long time, it was definitely electric bass with a wah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I used I think to go by uh, Big Brother Bass uh, in uh, The Last of Citizens. And right. yeah, I very much embodied that. Even that, I mean, it also reflects a personality too, right? Not only your, I don't know, yeah, it's it's your personality. It's something that mm. is, uh, you know, musically definitive about your character yeah you know which yeah. i guess is something that you look at when you're scoring you know an animated piece or, or anything right you're taking a look at the characters and the mood and what's happening and yeah um i don't know i think mine would be uh 
uh, you know, I want to say tuba, you know, kind of like, I don't know. Do you remember uh, the A&W commercial back in the 80s? Oh, with the big bear. Bum, yeah. Bum, bum, oh. bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, they have not in the resurrection of AW, they have not used that. At oh all. my god, they haven't referenced that. That's yeah. gonna be like when the Jays went to like got really good again and they reverted back from the angry blue jay to like the traditional like blue jay symbol. Right. I think that's what that's what's gonna happen as soon as something's gonna happen. Drake's gonna start sponsoring AW or something. <laughs> and then they're gonna they're gonna switch to that and like ba dum ba dum yeah, dun 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 yeah. So I think that you know, but it'll be a vocoder tuba when it comes back. Perhaps. Well, no, maybe maybe a little bit of both, because you know I'm a I'm a big dude. I'm like six four and two hundred and eighty pounds and. You know that uh, that music would suit my uh, my walk and my everyday, mm. you know, my everyday uh, doings. Yeah, is that, is that uh, can I ask? Is that a is that a fluctuating number? That's a hard two eighty. Oh yeah. No, I'm not two eighty. Jade, take a fucking look at me. Do I actually look like I'm two eighty? I don't know. All I've... right, Jay and I just broken up because he thinks. <laughs> That I'm 280 fucking pounds. Well, my clearly you don't know what 280 pounds looks like. My brother topped out at 330. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, it was amazing. Um, 330. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how tall was he? Because I, I, I'm three actually. Okay, well that's if you're tall, you know, because I wear it well, so I don't really look like I'm at about two. I'm about 240 right now, but I have been mm. known to get up to 260. Yeah. And my lowest has been 200, but you right. know you have to be really sick to get that point. What? Yeah, only when you're really unhealthy do you get to those beautiful weight points. There were people, oh, you look great. Thanks, I'm dying. <laughs> you know? Oh, you should die more often. <laughs> anyway. No, I don't. That's in, that's interesting. Is uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I was, I had lost weight in the last couple of years. And then, uh, and then this past like several months, um, I'd gained weight again, like just like you know, fifteen pounds. But it was fifteen pounds that I had lost, and like I was keeping off. And you then, refound it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people started saying like, oh yeah, I kind of you know, see that it's back, you know. And I was like, I like I knew it. It was it was weird to have somebody like like say it and like I was like yeah you know what I'm pretty aware that, you know like I was doing uh, this podcast I was you know organizing this I was doing Joby Music Media setting that up and doing Splinter Group and setting that up and getting all this stuff done and you know I moved in with my girlfriend and like that's like a change you know and like I was like I was like yeah yeah I'm pretty aware that I'm eating my fears right now you know. Yeah, I, but I think fifteen pounds—the matter of fifteen pounds—I think, on someone who looks like you, you'd look healthy. You know, it's like a—it's not like a, this man looks unhealthy, fifteen pounds, right? It's you know, yeah, you wear it well. It's like a little bit of a, a little bit of hibernation weight, a little bit of winter weight. <laughs> you know where it is? <laughs> someone took a picture of me. I was playing darts, and somebody took a picture of me from back here, and like it's right there. So what Jay's he's he's looking at his love handles. Yeah. So he you get it in your handles. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get it too. I get it. I get it in my tits, and I get it in my face. My tits in my face. Yeah, right before I had a growth spurt when I was eleven years old, uh, my brother and sister gave me a nickname. It was Booba Gut. Sorry, Booba Gut. Booba Gut. Yeah, they would uh, they would get on top of me, straddle me, pin my arms to the ground, and go Booba Gut, Booba Gut. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of uh, sibling <laughs> bullying. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, they were six and seven years older than me, so you know. Was your brother was, at three hundred and thirty at that time? No, no, <laughs> no. He didn't get up there until his uh, until he got married. Well, there you. That'll do it, eh? Because yeah. once you get married, it's like I don't give a shit anymore. When he broke up with his wife, he lost all of it. Yeah, that'll do it too. Like he went, you know, like he lost it in like a crazy Atkins diet, really fast, like a bit too fast manner. But like he lost seventy pounds in three months. Seventy? Seven zero. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. In three months, that is fast. Yeah. Well, you know what? Men lose weight super quick, quicker than women do. It's, um, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, well, for me, can, yeah, yeah. But for me, and personally, for me, like I'll. I can lose 20 pounds in a week, but it's like a lot of water. And 20 if I just pounds. Don't, yeah. If I don't, you know, if I don't eat, yeah, you know, and I just drink a lot of water and just, you know, that's the thing though, is like the sustainability of it. You oh know? yeah. Like, well, it's, it, it, it'll, it'll yo-yo right back up the next week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, ah, oh, oh, man, my family's, uh, my Italian side of the family, they, they tip in around, you know, 200, 300 pounds. Mm. Uh, mostly the women, but also the uh, actually no the men too because mm-hmm. my uncle's up there. But um, they uh, they've done for the longest time they you know ever since I can remember they would do those Weight Watcher diets right and so they yeah. would, but no exercise but it's the dieting so they count calories and points and all that stuff right and that's worse because it makes you you know it's a mental thing too it's like. You're obsessing with that. You're obsessing with that. You think you're fat. You think you <coughs> suck. You think you're ugly. No one fucking wants you because you're, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's not a it's not a good feeling. A lot of it's a lot of it's mental. So yeah. you know, diets they don't fucking help that. I found when I, uh, I counted calories for a little bit um, a couple of years ago, uh, like when I started making wholehearted changes because like I just felt sick of. Um, the repeat cycle that my mental state was in you know like it was just like going back and going back and going back and i was like i didn't believe that it could change but i was like what if i just you know i've talked to you about this i think like uh you know like a simple little things like i stopped uh uh putting milk in my coffee I switched to almond milk i stopped putting sugar in before that uh and then at one point i was um I started counting calories and like I just like like I entered everything into like this app on my phone and da, 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 and then it was this and it got to a point after a couple of weeks I was like okay this isn't about like entering everything in for me it became about like 
this is what 700 calories looks like you know right. like a third of your a third of your input you right. know like your cal- caloric input for a day uh, you know so like once i started to get like a visual correlation to that then i was like oh, okay so like a whole thing of those bite-sized o henry things right is <laughs> half of right. my whole day right and it's just gonna sewer my energy level when yeah. once it's done and you know like there's the back end stuff <laughs> yeah yeah you're right you're um totally. <clears throat> you know so yeah like, uh yeah um once i was able to like kind of understand it you know like you know okay so aiming for about 2000 calories and you know like a like a breakfast bagel because uh, i was still eating weed at the time is like 600 almost 700 you know okay good i know that now you know you know what i mean yeah and then uh, and then i was able to like just compartmentalize and just be like okay this portion looks big but this portion is salad so it <laughs> matters less you know Portion control is our, you know, that's where I kind of fall to the to the wayside. I, I eat pretty good actually. Mm. I just, you know, I don't know. I just sometimes I just go go go. Like it's, uh, I've got a pint of ice cream right now in my freezer that is literally mentally killing me because mm-hmm. it's got to go. I need to eat. It. It's got to go. Yeah. It needs to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and uh, for to like those people who like take a few spoonfuls then put it back then take another few spoonfuls or or people who fucking lick their ice cream cones like i, I hate i want to kill them right. it drives me nuts because i'm i'll eat my i eat the ice cream because you never know when people are going to fucking take it away from you. you you came from a big italian family no i was an only child <laughs> Your parents were just like, yeah. all right, we got three minutes. Go, Hallett. No, it was always shamed. Every time when the ice cream was out, it was like, oh, oh, what are you doing? It was like, oh, no, mm. no, no, no. What? What? It was always, uh, you know, it, it was uh, it was shamed. Yeah. And For so, you know, and every time when I would put it, I would say, oh, put that away. Your dinner, you know, put, put that away. So it's always like, you know. Uh, you know, as soon as you hear the, the your mom home, come home with a key in the door, you're like, <laughs> put it in the right, right, freezer, right, right, right. <clears throat> and I've carried that eating habit with me into my 40s, and it's not good. Isn't that crazy, though? It is crazy. Like, I think I don't know what it is, but like, I will eat all of one thing rather than go for like a balanced plate. Like I'll just like have chicken. a big thing, or like yeah, chicken on one on one day, or like a big thing of just mashed potatoes. Right, <laughs> right. Like, and that's fine. Bag of chips. Let's do this. Like, you know, mm, and potatoes. it's filling, but yeah, or um, yeah, just like, you know, in my early twenties, just naked pasta. Oh really? Yeah. Just pasta. Just yeah, like it was, you know, with like butter or cheese or just pasta. A bit of butter, yeah. Yeah, okay. That you're. Yeah. It's like a five year old, right? It's like what a five year old eats spaghetti factory. Excuse, he doesn't want any sauce. He just wants buttered noodles. Well, it was more like budgetary. <laughs> I used to go to how oh, Futures Bakery mm. in the annex. Used to get their mm-hmm. mashed potatoes and mushroom gravy and yeah. two pieces of bread and a little thing of butter for two dollars. Really. And yeah. I would eat the shit out of that. Yeah. 
I was so poor one time that I would steal the little creamers and milks from the golden griddle to yeah. make like KD, you know, mm -hmm. little Bunsen burner. Can I say something terrible? Yeah. That's a totally Italian thing to do. <laughs> what? <laughs> to steal the creamers? <laughs> oh, fuck you. You're probably right. <laughs> I've oh, been to right. Italian houses. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Yeah. You know what, though? It Steal may have been packets. it may have been that uh, they worked in the industry or that they were, you know, like uh, restaurant owners or something. No, I think it comes down to poverty. I think it's like when there's free shit on the table, mm. you you know, it's like my uh, uh, there. I fight against this. But, <laughs> you know, when I see a, like a stack of jams and you're at Denny's yeah. or something, yeah. there's a stack of jams. You putting all that shit in your bag, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all the, all the, uh, you know, sugars and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a weird obsessive behavior. I'm buying. It's worth, maybe it's worth looking into. What's that? Which the, the, the hoarding, the, the taking of, you know, it's like, wh wh why are you, why are you taking all those jams? Why? I'm yeah. not even going to use them. Yeah. You know? It's like I got millions of packets of little soy sauce. I'm not going to fucking... What? I don't know. I take... Okay. We're, well, when we're when we're on the road doing this stuff, uh, you know, like we go to a place for lunch and then we take a bunch of napkins. You from, take the napkins? Yeah. From like a cafe or a, rest, or a restaurant or whatever. And then those are the those are the van napkins. So you know, like as our hands get dirty, we just have napkins. Yeah, you know. I always carry an extra roll of toilet paper with me. Really? Yeah, you never know. Because you don't like the toilet paper. That well, have you ever like sometimes it's like it's little squares. Yeah, and yeah. and it's like oh, well, what, what am I gonna oh, do with those that? Upside down like like Kleenex dispenser thing. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, it's like yeah. one one one. I was like, oh god, yeah. you know. Those are mostly gone. Really? You don't see those as much as Oh, I don't to. know. You oh, get I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, um, mm. Tell me about Cuba, and I'll tell you about a bit more about England. Cuba was fantastic. I This was my third time uh, going there to the country. First time I was there was uh, um, 2008, 2009, so it was like, like 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. A lot of things have changed uh, in that country since. They've uh, lifted that, you know, that little American thing, um, so there's no longer a departation ta or departure tax, departation. Departure, departure tax. tax. Um, a lot of a lot of countries, a lot of like in in Southern America and Central America have departure tax. Okay. You have to pay like some money to leave leave the country. So mm -hmm. you know those places that are usually tourist economy based. Anyway, uh, mm. yeah. So I went there the first time. Went there with a uh, with a lady and uh, to Veradero, and I had an amazing time. But that was you know I was with somebody. And we just spent the whole, you know, week fucking and, and drinking and, you know, so it was, it was a, it was a blast. Yeah. Second time I went with Veradero again, and that was like th two years ago. Yeah. Was a goddamn nightmare. Really? Uh, it was, uh, I went in January, got a, got a patch of bed weather. I'm not, 
I'm not a resort guy. Uh, I don't. I don't care about you know meal plans and shit like that. All mm. all they want, all they care about with those places is, uh, or whenever I go away, do is is sun and an ocean. I want to mm. swim and I want and I need to have you know sun hit my body. Yeah. Right. It's, it helps me mentally. Yeah. It makes me happier. Right. As I was saying before, and it's it's important. Um. So the weather was sh- and the w- so it was yeah it was like. The weather was horrible and it was cold. Mm. I was also in a bad frame of mind. I just, you know, uh, got my heart ripped out and was going through some mental fucking shit. And yeah, it was uh, it was a bad, bad time. So because the weather was shitty and and uh, and then the the food all of a sudden became a problem to me and you know the the way i was treated became a problem to me normally i don't care but the this resort by just staff? by people by staff and like you know it's like you're a guest you should treat people like your guest you know mm-hmm. not like a you know i don't know i got in I was like is there anything to eat you know is there a pla- place i can go no oh well, fuck can you help me out like you know it's like it wasn't it was a bad resort though too mm. it's called club tropical Mm-hmm. Two star okay, resort. Been, I went there for like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, but uh, so it was a nightmare. It was a fucking Return nightmare. Fair and everything, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, oh. but it was a shit time. Yeah, right. And it was highly. It was just one strip, right? And it was highly, highly tourist. Obviously, right. It's all gonna be tourist, but to what degree? Yeah. And it was. It was not my scene, and I hated it. I hated. It. I had a horrible time. Right. Then I fucked off to Costa Rica. But it was the same. It was the same spot. No, it wasn't the same spot. Oh, okay. No, just it was a different, island. different. Well, Cuba, same country. Oh, and same part, and same part of of Cuba. Very. Oh, okay, right? okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I so bad time. I uh, went to Costa Rica after that, and all was redeemed. Mm. Um, now. The same trip. Huh. The same trip. No, no. This was like after. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I didn't get the sun. I didn't get the. You know, I felt. Mm. I didn't get what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um. And so Costa Rica was one of the time first times I, I didn't uh, I didn't do a resort I didn't it was just me in a hostel, mm. and so from that point on I swore off resorts for the rest of my life. Really? Yeah, wow. I didn't want to do it ever again. It was a way better experience. Yeah. You know, you pay for the you're paying for a private room and and that's all you really want, right? Mm-hmm. And then the it was a great time. It was a great time. But this time around, um. I really wanted to go to uh, Mexico. Mexico's having some shitty times right now with uh, this weird, uh, shitty seaweed that's infesting the coastlines of Cancun and then on the on that side of the Caribbean. Oh, really? And, like uh, it's affecting tourism? Oh, in a horrible, horrible way. Oh. Um, these huge mounds of this sulfuric-smelling uh, seaweed. Yeah. Is is on those beautiful blue water, you know, coastlines. That's yeah. why people go there. That's right. that's the billion dollar industry, right? Those those oceans and that those coastlines are the most important things. Everyone's livelihood in that place, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it's tour tourist based com uh, tourist based co- economy. Yeah. So they're going through all there's all this shitty, uh, you know, stuff. You can even see it from satellite pictures, like all this brown shit. Looks like brown shit hitting the coastline, yeah. and it smells like rotten eggs. So, I really want to do that, but I couldn't because of that fact. So I went to uh, Cayo Coco. Cayo Coco is uh, 
on the top end of Cuba. It looks like the little uh it looks like the little uh looks like a little dick hanging off the hanging off the country there. A little, you know. Like uh, on the western edge? Um, I think it's on the uh Yeah, on the western end of Cuba, yes. Okay, so it's west of Havana. Yes, yes. Okay. Havana's like six and a half hours you know away. No, I know that. I've been reading The Old Man in the Sea, and for the first time today, I took like a real investigative look at uh, Cuba. Who wrote that again, Old Man in the Sea? Uh, Ernest Hemingway. Who uh, wrote and hung out in Cuba. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was a big, he was a big uh, Cuban proponent person. Oh, and fuck yeah. Spanish, and like, like spent a lot of time in Spain. You can see, I can totally understand why those big writers Hemingway and uh, was that Ian Fleming, the guy who wrote James Bond and who, who hung out in Jamaica? Mm. You can see why those writers would want to fuck off to those places because <clears throat> after a certain time of hanging out in a, an environment like that, you start to think about stuff. You start to like, you know, I don't mm. want to sound weird, but you start to dream. You start to think of ideas, and you start to, I don't. You're in a real happy place. You yeah. know what I mean? So that leaves once when you you lock into that, you start to think about. F- fun things and things yeah. that you know well yeah like i'm halfway through the old man in the sea right now and it's it's beautiful it's tranquil it's uh uh you know it's just it's like it's like what you were saying about yeah. fishing only you know like the guy does it as a profession right um yeah i don't know what's gonna what happens yet but i would highly recommend it <laughs> it turns out that big best-selling highly g- critically acclaimed uh, novels that's pretty good you can watch the movie there's a movie yeah ron howard uh, really yeah i was wondering about that i was like why hasn't anyone made a movie out of this and oh, i was dude, like yeah oh it's because it's about fishing and it would be a stale movie no it'd it's, be like it's if more Lord of the rings fishing. was just the frodo oh, i think about moby dick no, I'm thinking about Old Man... I don't know what I'm thinking about. I don't think Ron Howard's done Old Man of the Sea. You're he thinking did, about Castaway? No. He did that movie with... Uh, no, no. He What was it called? Oh, I fucking don't know. Okay. Well... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll look it up after. Okay. Yeah. But, I was just um, going to say, this is not a looky-uppy podcast. No, I know. Yeah, I know. okay. But... Um, so, I went to Cayo Coco my third time, uh, and... I travel solo now exclusively, and they. Um, it was amazing. It when was, you, when sorry when you said that you put like one fist inside of the other and you said I travel solo now exclusively. Yeah. It looked like you were doing a watch commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm missing my flight. I gotta go. Timex, don't miss your flight. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> By yourself. There's no one to tell you that you're late. Um, yeah. So. And this is me, and I have to, coming off of, uh, I went to, a, actually a year ago, to the day, to a year ago, to about a week, uh, yeah, about a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, to this day, I, um, I took off to India and for a month. That's right. So, uh, that was my last big trip. So, yeah, this time in Keo Coco, it was incredible. So, I've never, this is the fresh place, the beaches were incredible, the resort really wasn't, I did have to go to resort because... I just had to. I needed something quick and dirty. I got 12 days for a thousand bucks and I couldn't resist. Mm-hmm. You know, flights, transfers, everything in fucking included, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, I did it <clears throat> and, uh, you know, had a few. Uh, I was there when Bahamas, uh, Bahamas got a uh, the hurricane. 
got destroyed. Yeah, it's it's so which is very close, which is close to uh, close to Cuba. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we just got it was like on the Tuesday or something like that, and I got and we just got a little bit of rain, you know, but nothing major. And the Could rest you see it in the distance. No, 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 no. You didn't have like a sense of it. Oh uh, well, no, you you felt it, yeah, man, because yeah. it was it was. Uh, that's the thing, like the storms. Yeah, the we're cr- up in Canada, so like we have no like. The storms in the Caribbean are so fantastic. They are. They come on like gangbusters and they there's quite violent and quite, you know, you're in you're in awe of them because it's like everything's fine. And then all of a sudden and the lightning storms, the electrical storm is so cool. Yeah. Um, so we only got I only got a little bit of that, you mm-hmm. know, the rest of the time, man, 90 degrees, sun yeah. Shining The resort wasn't that bad The food wasn't I didn't give a shit about anything Because I had the ocean And I had the sun And I brought yeah. a snorkel mask And I went snorkeling mm. um, And um, And It was incredible I had such a great time And my yeah. body felt That's awesome My body felt great I could move easier I slept better Not like I, I, I did not wake up in the middle of the night. You know, I just had these beautiful, well-rested sleeps. Mm-hmm. Um, my body was just performed better. It felt better. My head was better. Yeah. Everything about me was better. Mm. And mm. now this is like the first gray day that we've had and it's cold. Yeah. I'm starting to fucking feel it come back, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's where I'm at, Jay. Mm. How was Jolly Old? Uh, the, well, the thing... It, it was beautiful. I, I think it's, it's amazing because w- what you say, like like the this is back in July. We're in uh, mid September now, but uh, uh, I came back in the last few days of July. Um, but it was it was beautiful. It was old. It was history upon history upon history. You know, you'd uh, we pulled over at one point, and uh, the, you know there were there were sheep like just like roaming free everywhere, mm-hmm. and then uh, we looked at uh, we saw the entrance of one. Uh, it was an iron mine, like it was an uh, like it was an iron mine, and then just down the way they would heat up the iron to separate the iron from the rock, and like can you imagine two hundred years ago the technology and the life shortening technology that would have gone into the process of heating up rock to extract the iron. So there's that and you see it and it's made of freaking stones. And and then there's pastures, there's rolling pastures everywhere and it's green and it's and it's funny because like it seems proper and British, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like just the shapes of it is like oh hello you know um mind if i play through mm. you're right then yeah click 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 and then and then we look over to the left and like there's this incredible uh old um like 150 year old uh train track you know, with the beautiful, incredible architecture, you know, architecture of like, like this rolling iron and, and all of this stuff. And it still functions, you know, and just, yeah, like just like 
like hills and rolling hills and i think i told you i saw we saw the something of something it was the the whole of horkum i think okay it was legend had it i think it, it actually was just like uh like a thing that every year like like a bit of subsidence like, like a bit of water goes into it and it just makes this kind of it looked like it would have been like a pond at one point or something but it's this big hole and Ah, shit, I forget the name of the giant, but uh, there were two versions of the story that I saw. One was in order to impress his wife, the, I think it was like, it may have been David the giant or something. Uh, Uh, Goliath? Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, no, 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 it couldn't couldn't have been that. It couldn't have been that. Let's call them Steve and Rick. Uh, It was... Anyway, like, like along the East Coast is a famous like, mythological, obviously, giant. And he had taken... Jolly Green. A big... It wasn't the Jolly Green <laughs> giant. Taken a big portion of Andre Earth to f- to that he was French uh, to finish the road to get all the way out to Whitby. That was one version of the story. Another version of the story is he got in a fight with his wife and he took this big hunk of Earth and he threw it at her. I think that one's a little more. So plausible. the whole of Horkum is w- is what uh, is what this giant uh, made. Anyway, stuff like that, and then like just like centuries of architecture, and it's beautiful, and just the, the, you know, but also modern, like really, really modern. There, uh, there were offshore. There was uh, an offshore battery of um, wind turbines, um, like you know that I saw coming onto the island, uh, and. Wind turbines, there was a lot of wind turbines compared to Canada. Um, <clears throat> Jay, these... I saw the first car that I ever saw plugged into a lamppost. <laughs> you know, and cool. like that's kind of cutting edge. Not that it's cutting edge, but like you, we've known about this for a while, but I'd never seen it. Into a lamppost? Yeah, yeah like into a street weird. lamp. Um, I want to ask you a question about the sheep that you saw. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered... You know, if they're just going around, roaming about, and I have the same impulse and thought when I see cows and horses when I'm, you know, driving, driving. Mm-hmm. But they, 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 do they belong to anybody? And and you know, <laughs> what's to stop anyone from stopping the car and just getting one of those sheep and put him in the back seat? Um, and would they know if it, like, would they know if it's gone? And and like, what the, what's with that? Yes. <clears throat> if you run one over you're supposed to call it in and like it's kind of an honor system and it's kind of british so it's kind of they do it um if you run one over if you run one over yeah oh uh, who do you call the people the people yeah so there's like a government i don't number. know Brit- british people know um so what happens if you don't run it o- well i guess you could say you i don't run it over. over everyone's day goes on normally <laughs> But uh, you could you could take one right and put it in the back and then save it for meat. What are you gonna do with the fucking meat? Why would you and wool? I don't know. It seems like a hassle. I don't know. I just yeah. You gotta catch it. You gotta freaking rope it and all that stuff. Catch sheep. Yeah. Uh, it's easy. Count I imagine, out. but like roping it wouldn't be easy. Like you uh, dart it. it. Maybe. <laughs> you know what they did have? They had color on their backs 
Oh, a lot wow. of them had had different color colors on their backs. Like they spray painted them? No, that's what I thought. I, th- I was like, oh, it's like po- political affiliation, or or like you know, this is to mark them. This yeah, is Buddy's the, sheep. Yeah, this from, is Rex's sheep, yeah, and this yeah, is Johnny's sheep, and this is like Edna's sheep, and right. whatever. That's not what it was. Don't what, touch them. It belongs to Edna. <laughs> what it was was the males would have these, um, uh, like their underbelly would have paint all over them. So then, when they went to mount a U, uh, all of the all of the paint would like rub off on the U, and then they would know that this U had mated with that with that right, right. that ram, and then so so in order so that there is no inbreeding or like like excessive inbreeding. Right, England definitely wouldn't want that. No, it's <laughs> a problem, man. That's how the whole country got started. Have we not learned anything from Games of Thrones? <laughs> No, Vikings. it's true though. What is brothers fuck sisters and sisters fuck brothers because the mortality rate was so uh, high that they had to do it to keep the bloodline going. What the mortality lot- rate was high, so yeah. they had to fuck each other. What? How is that? That incest doesn't lengthen lives. No, I know that, but they discovered that down the line. No, That's when they said, "Stop this." Mm. The French did it too. We never look back. Really? I imagine. Well, they couldn't because I they imagine had four every culture did it. Heads. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. But yeah, yeah, it it was awesome. It was beautiful. Um. So yeah, rolling pastures, uh, sheep uh, fucking, and um, London. London burning. London's incredible. London's beautiful. I, I had no One of the most idea. expensive cities in the world, from what I understand. So uh, yeah. To live there. Yeah. Toronto's just artificially getting there, too. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but you were saying about... Sorry, I'm just going to do this here. Jason is taking off his shirt right now. I don't know why. Matt. He, he's paying me. Um... We were talking just before we got on about like like the kind of afterglow, like just kind of returning to normal and stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that has been helping has been this. The pound. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a British pound coin. Yeah. And uh, I found it. We went to uh, like a Church of England church, York Minster, one of the biggest minsters in all the land and whatever. Um, saw a tomb there that was a thousand years old. Like it was, you know, like was somebody in there? Yeah. 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 It was a tomb. Like, you know, like some old bishop or monk or something. And, uh, and on the ground, I I just saw this coin and I picked it up and I put it in my pocket and I was like, I'm going to remember where I got this. And I was with my girlfriend and, um, and I picked it up and I put, I put it in my pocket and every once in a while, like, I'll just, you know, like, like I'll be doing work or I'll be right. walking around and I'll do whatever. And I'll be like, oh, it's not always about here. It's something, you know, like there's other spots is like, you know, and it's, I love that, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's, and it's kind of an escape, but it's kind of just like a, you know, like a reshuffling. It's like looking at deck. a picture, but it's a mo it's a, it's an object. It's something you can hold and touch. And it's it'll visceral. It'll bring you know recount, bring stuff back. It takes me an 
a week. I just unpacked my bag yesterday. Yeah. It takes me, I leave my luggage just, and, and mm. I haven't done my laundry yet because everything still smells like the ocean and the beach. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to lose that smell. Um, uh, Keelan, one of Keelan's things is, uh, is that she makes sure she washes all her clothes at her mom's place because, like, you know, it smells like British laundry detergent. And then when she comes back, she's like, Oh, it's still there. Oh, it's still there. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna say because you took these incredible pictures of India. If you did, you take any pictures? I did. Of Cuba? I wasn't that uh, click happy in Cuba as I was in India. India is a different. Anywhere you fucking point that camera, it's going to be something that's rich and beautiful and colorful yeah. and amazing. Um, and you just, you know, you can't help. Of course, I, you know, put the camera down and take it in. But yeah. at first, the Western eye is like, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different. I mean, this is the resort. So resorts do. The reason why I hate resorts is because or one of the reasons is because they do everything in their power to keep you in your comfort zone. Right. Right. So, you know. Um, so I didn't take a lot. I t took a bunch of, uh, killer sunset pictures. Um, I don't know. It's used to, I, I write these awesome little, I don't know if they're awesome, but I, I write these little p posts, you know, and I'll have these thoughts that well, kind of, did you put some on Instagram? I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I read a couple of them. They're great. Yeah. I've got like, I got like seven or eight, seven or eight posts and yeah, I kind of write what I'm inspired by by at that moment and and yeah. you know it's uh they're generally you know they're usually funny uh one of them have for instance one of them uh for some reason there's a lot of people fucking on this beach nice. there's two people who were uh who tell, um, me, the, tell me the beach fucking story uh, yeah there's uh these two people in the ocean broad daylight not and i have zero problem with this by the way in fact I, you know, if you get a chance, you must fuck in the ocean or at least go skinny dipping, which I did many, many times. And that's that's awesome. There you go. Teaching Jason how to smoke from a bong. I've smoked from bongs before. You got to pull the shoot out, though. Yeah, but it's overwhelming. And well, it's a long. Yeah. I know it's a new one. Yeah. And then suck it all in. There you go. Do the big. <gasps> Prime bit for you. Oh. <coughs> um, yeah, and so these two uh, two people were having sex. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, it was a long, it was a pretty shallow, uh, it was a shallow, uh, like for the first half a kilometer into the ocean, it was pretty shallow. You could stand up. So these two, you know, you could see them. You know, the guy was completely naked. Mm. Uh, you know, put his put his uh, one arm on his hip like he was a little teapot, mm -hmm. and then uh, she blew him right there in front of everybody. Nice. And then they were, and then she mounted him, and they were fucking, and they came on shore, and I and I looked at them, and I smiled, mm. and uh, and I called them heroes. Yeah. I said something. I said, "Hey, you guys are heroes." Mm -hmm. And they laughed and walked away. And then uh, the day after, these I guess these older people in their sixties and seventies. Uh, Russian, I think. There's a lot of Russian tourists. They, they crucified the people who had sex on the beach. Oh God, no! Oh. They, uh, they took their. They were at the opposite end of the beach, or at the end of the beach, and mm. they took their bottoms and tops off and were sunbathing naked. Yeah. Some fucking, you know, pent up moron 
reported them. Yeah. And they were asked not by one member of staff from the resort, but by a group, including two people with fucking chef's hats on. <laughs> and they were asked to put their tops and bottoms back on. Wow. Right. And they said, you know, they said no and they didn't, they weren't having it and they, they fucking left. Hmm. Um, but it was interesting. Uh, you know, had they been Victoria's Secret models or had they been, you know, the couple from the previous day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would they, would they say anything? Anyway, it was hmm. an adults only resort. So, you know, fuck them. Right. Um, one of those ladies, uh, asked to put suntan lotion on my back cause she said I was getting red. Hmm. But she was, um, she was a nice lady, but it's just some, you know, when you're, when you're flying naked, there's a lot of things that are, that are not strapped in. Yeah. Uh, and when you're of a certain age, sometimes these body parts, they're, they just go, you know, they're, 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 every, you know, everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> that's me being very fucking tactful. <laughs> I really don't even know how to say it, but you know. Yeah, mm. I passed. Mm -hmm. But she was nice, nice, nice woman, nice mm. lady. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did take some some cool pictures. A lot of a lot of great sunset photos. Like just the skies, pinks and and yellows and oranges. And, yeah. And uh, the best time I I had was when I went I went uh, on sunset, where the moon was showing itself and the sun was coming down, yeah. and they were like an arm's length apart. Mm -hmm. And so you could kind of play like God. You're like holding the sun, and you're holding the moon. You're like, ah. yeah. um, and uh, and uh, you know, took took my bottoms off and went uh, went swimming naked in the ocean as mm. the sun was falling off the edge of the fucking earth. Mm. It was so beautiful. You saw the flat earth. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm. So, yeah, I t took some nice shots. Um. Not as many as in in India, though. Yeah. I mean, once when you see uh, once when you see those, this is the thing with with resorts. They all look the same, all of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Less thought, the better. Less thought they put into it, the better. <sighs> yeah, you know, and I, I didn't mind. I I was there for for sun and ocean, and I got it. I'm I'm happier mm. for it. It is wearing off. <clears throat> I do feel it. Today's the first day of it wearing off. Mm -hmm. I've had a hitching my giddy up since I've been back. I've been all tan. My skin is nice and my body felt great. And yeah, yeah. my mind was like, ah, like I was waking up early in the morning too. I was like waking up at 7 a.m. Yeah. Uh, 6 a.m. Yeah. Grabbing a, some pineapple and then going to the beach for the day. Right, right. Right. And then, and I was falling asleep at 10 30 PM. Right. I, yeah. that's, that's such a weird schedule for me because that never happens unless yeah. it's forced. Right. Right. Um, and I find that now I'm getting slowly, getting to my old you know falling asleep at 2 a.m waking up at 12 p.m yeah watching way too much tv overeating not fucking ugh, yeah anyway a lot of that is like job related though i'm not working right now yeah okay like well, i am still but though, but like it's uh i mean the season starts in a couple weeks but it's not like a 
I have to be someplace every day now. You know? Right, that, right. That'll happen soon, mm-hmm. and I am looking forward to that because yeah. I hate to say this, but I think I do strive with a, a routine. I think I do need to have that. I need to have some place to go to every day. Yeah, yeah. Or else my mind yeah, goes just gives you the fucked. drive and the and the like forward motion. Even if I that. bitch about it, even if I'm like Ugh, I don't want to go, you know, I need to have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been. Uh, I've been playing a couple of gigs lately and talk about pattern interrupt, like having late nights like that. It's just not a part of an early riser though. eh? now. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Um, cheers. Cheers. You're not going to drink on a cheers. I'm not going to drink. I can't drink whiskey. What the? This is for you. I'll drink this. Okay, well my we stomach's have to cheers that, you. bro. There we go. Man, you almost just cursed me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a curse. Mm. Wow. <laughs> See, this is what. Yeah, the, this, the, all this ah. is why I don't like bongs. <laughs> oh, yeah. bongs are good. It conserves. Yeah, but you know. I went a little bit hard just then. It wasn't a great example for you. I know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'll cut cut that in half, and that's where you want to be. <laughs> I know what you just saw. That's not you know. That's it's not, not a I seller. intend that, <laughs> right? But you conserve it. Mm. If you're paying fucking. $50 for a quarter. You got to conserve it. You do. What do you think of all the cafes being uh, bricked up and closed down? Um, they still have the delivery service. Cafe does? Oh, yeah. That's why I've been ordering from them. To the door delivery? Yeah, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. And all those trains are 10 bucks right now. Because of the shutdown and like no, the confusion? Well, I don't know. I don't know why. It's, it's just what it is. Do, does anyone know who backs them? Like, cause No. It's an incredibly a well-oiled machine that they rolled out with, with everything but the uh, the permission. The mm-hmm. permission, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's like, uh, strains are great. The products are great. The you know, like the strains are okay. I mean, it's uh, oh, here it comes. Yeah, mm. the strains are. I mean, they're uh, so last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of an edible guy these days. I, I really do. Mm. You know, my body is good with that. Yeah. You know, I was enjoying the gem, but apparently it's a product that uh, they're having trouble finding a way to regulate. So it's on the shelf for now. Like oh, as far really? as rolling it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was weird because like I was getting a much less of a hit from it. Like like of a high from it. Like, I, well, you I build your tolerance. Like, sorry. You build your tolerance. Uh, no, I don't think I, I don't think I had because like, like I would like a joint would go around and I'd be spun, but I would have like, like just, you know, cause like, but it's different though, because you're my vaping. tolerance. I found, I find it's very low and like, I would just be able to hit this and then it would just go like, it wouldn't be like three hours, like one and a half hours worth of being stoned versus a, when you smoke a joint. Yeah. Yeah. 
completely different product though completely different vehicle yeah right? vaping but is, i prefer but you know like to me like it's shorter so i yeah. prefer it you know like that's not, cool like just stuck being high for fucking ever you know like what's wrong with that nah, uh i don't think it's my thing anymore i i like the i like the clarity i like the you know i have uh cbd mm-hmm. i've been smoking some cbd for my muscles too uh you smoke it smoke it vape it Really? I have a vaporizer. You should get a vapor. I have an extra vaporizer. I, I don't know. I have the va- the the battery for it though. Mm. Anyway, um, it's mm. also different. You're you're smoking a uh, a a, a uh, distillate, mm-hmm. a concentrate. That's going to yeah. be more powerful than smoking flour. Yeah, yeah. The thing. No THC in this one. It's all CBD, right? So you don't get high. Right. So it's, it's like just, just like calming and it's like, like a, it's relaxant. Like, it's like a taking three Tylenol. Right. Jeez, really? Yeah. As far as muscle relaxant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I find like the, the, the token, of, like the talisman thing is kind of working for me, you know, like just bringing it back. Um just bringing it back to like, like the center of like yeah like you know it's it's not so much that it's england it's that it's like another place you know and like like there's something going on in work and there's gridlock and there's you know there's road or whatever and it's just like yeah yeah you know like there's no ideal place anywhere like you know uh roads are bad everywhere people get shitty uh but you know like it's just like yeah but like there's also peace and there's also people striving for things and you know that um appreciation yeah 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 nice which wasn't my mindset when i was smoking weed you know like it would be like get to the end of the shift so i can get high or it would be like, you know, like, all right, yeah, now this. And then something would just like kind of like interrupt my vibe a little bit. And I'd be like, ah, ah, ah. And then like, like my vibe would then be the interruption, you know, and like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I found the flights of fancy to be really nice. But when I socialize on weed, I found myself getting like very awkward, very stupid, um and it comes off as like a creepiness you remember the first few podcasts we did yes the early ones that we haven't that we're not gonna it was the one with jacob but we got really stoned for those and you really guys stoned. shut down i it was the he edible. shut down and you shut down and yeah. and you know who else he does? didn't okay I, knowing jacob i don't think he shut down but you were on fire yeah. Like you, you know, like, like you, we were pitching to Ted and Ted was just swinging at everything. Like, but there's great. some guys who I know and some of my friends are like this when they do get stoned, they yeah. stop talking. The conversation is, you know, the, the TV goes on yeah, and uh, the light is, is gone. They're just like, they're too stoned to communicate. When I smoke weed, I, it's like, mm. And when I'm around people, bec- maybe it's because it just happens so rarely for me that I'm so excited to be talking to somebody, Yeah. you know, and I feel, I feel good. I feel happy and I want to talk. I want to mm-hmm. conversate. I want to yeah, like, yeah. you know, com- uh, let's do it. Let's yeah. talk. And, and, but if you, if you're so stoned that you can't, I'm speaking like of myself when I get so stoned that I can't speak, which was, I've you never know, been that stoned. Either one. Or I can never other. get that stoned. Really? Oh, the only thing that it would do that to me is pills. It just kind of locked me up. 
and uh, it, but it's different for each and it's for not everybody. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand, and yeah. it's completely different. However, you get booze into people. Mm-hmm. You know what I learned what? when um, when I I guess when I first I was at, first came out of a long term relationship mm-hmm. and, and I was dating again. I was like, hey, come smoke a joint. Come smoke a joint with me. You know, because that's what I did. That's what I wanted. And that's what makes me feel good and feel happy. Yeah. And I would do that with dates and with and with women. And they, for the most part, they would not, they'd shut down. If they would smoke, they'd mm. fall asleep and it wouldn't be fun. Yeah. But you put booze into that situation. Yeah. For some reason, it makes it, for the, for the masses, yeah. booze makes people more in that social, you know, be sociable. Yeah, yeah. I don't... With booze, my thresholds, my window's pretty short. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm gonna drink. Like uh, you know, I, I'm eventually I'm gonna go to bed. I need I need to go home now. Yeah, because yeah. I can only last for a couple hours. Yeah. Even and in sex, on a, on uh, there's no way I, I I'm horrible on booze. It's yeah. been a while for me, mm. so we'll see what happens mm. when it does what happen. What's gonna happen? What's what's fall hold for? For Ted, no, I'm on hiatus. You're on. You're I'm on a sexual hiatus? camel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Oh oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're a sexual camel, eh? I knew a girl who said that once, and then she came to water. Oh, boom! If, if you see camels on the side of the road, who's to mm. say you just can't take these camels and put them in the in the back of your car with the sheep? You know, there's the smell too. You know what's big in you. <laughs> you know what's big in Europe right now? What? Camel Tell milk. Me. Actually? Real. And horse meat. Not chamomile tea? No. Okay. Camel milk. Camel milk. Okay. And horse As a, meat? Well, horse meat's been going on for for quite a long time, but Yeah, yeah. But uh uh camel milk, it's uh, supposed to be a uh a great alternative to bovine milk. Yeah. People like yourself who have lactose issues mm-hmm. could maybe, you know, go to the camel. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there is something to be uh, to be spoken about as far as um, uh, the almond milk being a bit expensive on the water. Uh, like, it's uh, it's not very sustainable to make. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, oat milk is better and coconut milk is better, but what about uh, almond milk in a powdered form? Because I know a lot of when I was working on a cruise ship, all that shit was powdered. Yeah. It was all powdered milk and powdered whatever. Well, I mean, are you gonna eat the powder? Well, no. You, it's uh, like dry. It's like dry skim milk. You yeah. add water. Yeah, I think, I think the thing is like it's the amount of water and that it's coming from California, and it's just like this is a lot of product that we're you know this is a lot this is an expensive product that we're putting it's a lot of fucking almonds yeah not that water's expensive but it's rare in you know california so well you know who does really good almonds is sicily yeah 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 that's that's kind of weird actually why don't they have a export because sicily they don't give a fuck yeah it was money made ah they don't want it they don't need it think they do nah they don't <laughs> they're one of the taking countries in the eu as far as i understand a lot of what what does that mean like taking they, they well it, like there's uh there's 
countries that put money in to the EU for the, like the general good, oh, and yeah. there's countries that take from the EU for the general good. And Greece is one of those takers. That's that's why Brexit is happening. It's right. Because like, of the Italians. No, because Greeks. well, because bunch of fucking takers. The UK thought that they were getting a raw deal. Jason's on his knees now. There we go. Yeah, I'm just gonna adjust. There we go. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> Whilst when I was on the island, and a lot of uh, you know resorts, they have the same type of deal. They have the entertainment staff thing going on. And one thing I found really painful to watch, and I always have found painful, and I think I always will find painful, is to watch. You know. Th- the entertainment portion of a resort. It was <clears throat> usually, and in this situation was incredibly outdated. They had, <laughs> it's like these, um, when I was in college, we had this thing called Sheridan style. Everybody wanted this gig. No, don't do that. That's fucking scary. Why'd you do that? You freaked me out. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> There was a gig in college. What? Say it again. <clears throat> Keep going. Um, there was this g- a gig in college called Sheridan Style, and it was basically a review show that uh, that they did in the resorts in Deerhurst and in the Muskokas and stuff. Mm. And it was sequins. It was it was nylon or like you know stretchy fabric and very very. Uh, if you imagine like Vegas, but without a budget and it's like Canadian and very, you know, it was, it was like that and very, you understand what I mean? You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, these resorts, when they, they try and do that same thing, but it's like they're, it's homemade costumes and it's like sequence that's like, doesn't fit. And, and it's to these tracks that are so, it sounds like it was done by a Casio. Right. It's very in right now, but yeah. And they had uh and they had a phantom. <laughs> they had a phantom sequence where they're doing Phantom of the Opera. Nice. Uh, and it's just so bad. It's so bad. It's no. so bad. No. And I feel so sad and I just can't bear it. I can't bring myself to watch it, you know? Because then my mind starts to go, oh, they're not getting paid, and they're like, you know, no wonder they're not smiling. My God, they look horrible. The costumes, you know, who's yeah. dressing these people? The show business person comes out at me. I start to get very judgmental. Right. You know. Well, you get you get judgmental, but you also, you know, like you just know all the I inside know what I'm talking baseball about. Yeah. of it. So, you know, like I go to a restaurant now, and I can't not see it for the working parts you know oh like, yeah like it's absolutely. hard to enjoy yourself because you're like where'd you go oh, okay yeah the kitchen's all the way over there and the bartender yeah. is just like hitting on those two people don't order the soup what are you doing order the soup why and you have to explain why so while it comes from a bag probably it was probably yesterday's whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it's like restaurant 101 and all the logistics you know? of going to a restaurant yeah yeah how can you not tip the bartender, right? Oh, you should settle with the bartender because in that way he gets his money and then carry on with this person. But how would you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. We know too behave. much. And same with movies. It's like, you know, we're, we're it's hard to watch a movie or probably hard to watch a, a, a band to like, you know. Mm-hmm. Listen to music, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is definitely different now. I, I used to listen to albums and, you know, like a given track would just be like, you know, like, just cut away all of the excess 
and what's left is the perfect song you know but really it's just about the tracks and the ideas and the time spent on the like on the song it's what you get and how you put it together rather than like you know like just like having this like this perfect thing just like encapsulated you know but do you still have the ability to sit back and watch and enjoy a movie a piece of music a you know uh yes but not on repeat i think that i've told you this before but like music recorded music to me like you know like the canon of western music kind of thing a good lot of it has reached a point in with me where it brings me back to the uh, the repetitive psychology that I was in, like this like the spiraling psychology that I was in, uh, because I was listening to it all the time, and just like rehashing these old ideas and rehashing and rehashing and like not moving forward. Uh, podcasts really helped me out with that. Like just like you know I. I quit sugar in my coffee. I quit milk in my coffee, and I, you know, I stopped listening to recorded music for that reason. So that, like, you know, there was more moving forward. Like I, you know, like I want to hear new music. I want to hear live music, uh, but it's not about like finding one thing that's perfect. It's about just having the freedom in that moment to play. As a musician, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could go far in that uh, in a direction like that, but I feel like that may be a story for another time. We've done an hour and ten minutes right now. This is the longest and one of the best podcasts I think we've ever done. <laughs> uh, we're saying this in the moment, though. We are. But hey, you, we've been saying that a lot lately. Though. We have, we have. Maybe we're on a roll. This is the longest, you know. Seventy minutes is uh, is a new. Do you want to keep going? Well, I think you've called it. <laughs> really? We, yeah. Well, no, I, we can keep going. Where do you, you got somewhere to be? No. You just, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no, I got, I got nowhere to be actually. <laughs> it's, uh, what is it? It's fucking. 10 p.m. On a, on a Monday. Uh, it's quarter to nine. It's quarter to nine. It's quarter to nine. It's quarter to nine. bring that back into that was good that was really nice <laughs> well everybody uh thank I, you so- no i wanted to bring that back into do you remember the last time when we when i started uh with the music and you started on a on a oh yeah, a yeah, flight yeah, yeah. Of fancy okay. yeah i wanted right, to yeah. do that you want to try that <laughs> well it's different when it happens organically and then when you say it i know but let's try it when we say it <laughs> okay yeah, maybe all right all i'll right. say yes to you Ah. Uh.
You've been listening to the Escaping Misses. Escaping Misses. You've been listening to the Escaping Mists podcast. Here in a Monday, 10 p.m. or quarter to 10, 593 St. Clair Avenue West Department, Deuce. I'm half your host, Ted Hallett. This other guy's named J.B. O'Brien. We wanted to let you know that if you're feeling sad, it's okay. It's okay to feel sad. And if you're feeling mad, that's okay too. It's okay to feel mad. But we will not tolerate is masturbation in public restrooms. So to recap, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be mad, but you doesn't go jerking off into the public restrooms. This has been a public service announcement from J.O.B. Productions and the Escaping Miss Podcast. And to the amigos on the other side of the earth, Buenas noches. Good night, everyone. Good night.